Welcome to yet another Coffee Conversations with myself, Vivian, a podcast where we discuss all things music, uh, where we sit down and have coffee with your favorite musician. Um, today is a little bit different. Um, I sat down with someone I consider a friend, uh, but he's not only a friend, he's a music aficionado, someone who has schooled me quite a lot in the past um, as far as music is concerned. He's a broadcaster, an award-winning broadcaster, may I add. Um, So today I sit down with a friend of mine. We're going to have a coffee conversation. Um, Welcome, Wako. Um, He is a broadcaster on Coffee FM. Every Sunday, you get to hear his voice. He gets to serve you the good music. Mm -hmm. And we're going to sit down and talk about his love for music, his journey um, Mm -hmm. to this day where he actually brought an award (laughs) with him. (laughs) We're going to talk about that. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thank you for the intro. I think um, it feels weird to sit on this side of the mic. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Especially if I've been, since you've been doing, I've been doing this for such a long time. Mm. I don't get used to getting interviewed. I'm the one who's always throwing questions at people. I know. Like, so. (laughs) But uh, thank you for the warm welcome. And um, I've been looking forward to being part of the Coffee Conversations. I think you're doing such an amazing job. Oh, thank you so much. Really, really great stuff. Thank you. I'm so happy to have you here. I think you're one of the people that are very important for the culture. Oh, wow. Um, Thank you. In terms of pushing the culture. Yeah. Um, And so let's start um, at the beginning. You are what I believe to be one of the pioneers of online radio. Back in the day. Actually, that's how I made (laughs) you. That's how we met. That's how we met. Um, Years back, there used to be an online radio station called Rhythm 100. Yeah. So... um, what and you happened? were on there. Yeah. I was on there. Let's so, start there. So let's start there. Okay. Yeah. But my radio journey began, I think that was in 2007. Mm-hmm. And that was with um, Trans-Africa Radio. That's on the, on, on, the, on the bouquet platform. Yes. And of course, that was great. We did it for like a year, two years and, you know. And then Rhythm 100 Radio happened and I was online one day and then I got to see this thing. Like, what's this Rhythm 100 and why is it an online radio station? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. You know, of course, so I sent an email to somebody and they're like, yo, you know, come through. And I was like, there's a response. And at the time I had this whole concept with a co-host and we were like, let's go take over, you know, Rhythm yeah. 100 Radio. So we had an interview. We were at the foyer at the public broadcast. Imagine like a random <laughs> interview in the foyer next to your five, next to your, you know. Yeah. So she comes through. She was a producer at the time at mm. Metro FM and she's like, yo, so I think you guys will be great. So uh, how about you start next week on the weekend breakfast show? I'm like, weekend breakfast? How? You know? Just like that. You know, turns out, turns out it was, it was a blessing because I think at the time we were mm. hungry for, for, for something we didn't quite understand but we knew we had the passion for it yeah and we knew we loved the music and we knew our music like like we know ourselves but mm. we we weren't too sure how radio works especially from an online platform and everybody kept on asking so how do we tune in and we're like exactly there's yeah. an app you know and you know who's, yeah. who's busy with an app on a saturday morning yeah. you know we kind of like trying to get up or some of us are still sleeping or some of us are just getting home to sleep so yeah there was that thing. And, yeah. You know, yeah. so we went in and the show kicked off and we met so many people. I think um, people kind of endorsed it by just saying, wow, you guys are different. It was so different. You guys are different. I actually you know? <laughs> remember that time so vividly. Um, yeah. 
And I used to literally listen religiously. I remember yeah. it was the time oh, wow. of the Blackberries, you know. Oh, and with the BIS. Yeah. Limitless streaming. And BIS was a thing back then. Wow. And I remember Man. literally we used to have like an exchange of, you yeah. know, yeah. songs. Yes. You'll, be, you'll be playing a song and I'm like, oh my God, I, like I really that. love this I song. Like that. Oh. And that's how I really our relationship days, began. Yeah, you know? um, wow, you remember that. I remember that oh. so vividly. It was such an important time. Wow. Um, for us, I think, yeah, for yeah. us. Um, and ever since then, I think between me and you, mm. the conversation, even though, yes, we talk about, you know, a lot of things, but it's always been music centered around based. music. Yeah. And that's why yeah. for me, this, this conversation was so important. Oh man. So then, so grateful. So then, yeah, Rhythm 100 happened. Rhythm 100 and Radio happened and mm. we, we grew rapidly as a brand. I mean, yeah. the likes of Mika Stefano, Lahasa Muloi, Nomuzli yeah. Mapena. Um, ah, Look, audio, um, whatever his name is, man, and yeah. he's gonna kill me for it. But you know, so many people came through those doors because I think we had started a completely different movement, and that was before the advent of now what we call online radio as we know it today with yeah. the HDs and yeah. the centrals and stuff like that, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, we, we pioneered it and we, we were grateful that it happened because it kind of introduced us into a different you know realm when it comes to broadcasting as opposed to the traditional yeah. sense of just FM, terrestrial and and, and, and and now you're taking it one step ahead with podcasting. Mm. Yeah, I'm taking it there. Yeah, taking it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so, and then after that, um, I moved from there and I joined a station. There was, you know, Maboning in the CBD uh, happened and there was a radio that station that was well. like yo you know um, yeah. Guthe I think he's a mutual friend he uh, he called me I one day well, yeah. he called me he's like brother because we were together at Rhythm 100 so yeah. he called me he's like yo so what are you doing I'm like uh, nothing he's like come let's this dude, something called Joseph Mabining Radio is happening. Maybe not, maybe, I don't know. Mm. See the management. And he passed me the numbers and I called and, you know, met a guy and he's like, he's the most boys. And he's like, yeah. yo, I need something. What did you do at Rhythm 100? I used to like the station. I'm like, yeah, I did Weekend Brave. He's like, there you go. Yeah. Carry on. So, wow. brand new team, brand new station, brand new location. Yeah. Which is really dope because everybody was like, what's this Mabining? And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm there every weekend. And then, you know, we started pulling the crowd, started pulling the crowd into Mabining. And that, yeah. was, that was quite interesting because then, I saw Mawaneng become, you know, yeah. along with the station. We, yeah. we became the cool kids of Mawaneng and the events, the poolside, the what. You know, we were part of a bigger culture, you know, mm. of gentrification, but done nicely. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, that happened for a while and until, you know, the station kind of just closed its doors, yeah. you know, and everybody kind of moved away. And that was when I realized that actually this broadcasting thing, I kind of am in it by myself, mm. you know. Um, you 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 always have this relationship with people where you're constantly working together as a team in a show. Yeah. And then you still don't get the satisfaction. Mm. And then I realized, no man, why can't I just do this by myself? And uh, my 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 gorgeous wife, of course, mm. hello to you, um, was <laughs> like, listen, it's time for you to do this for yeah. for you. You know, and that was when I was approached by a friend. You know, we because of all the people that we interview throughout these shows, we make connections. So there was a guy uh, and he's like, you know, I work for, he was the IT guy. Like, I work for a station called Coffee Fear FM 97.2. It's in the West Rand. You now live in the West Rand. How about you come in? Let's have a chat. Let's yeah. do something. And I walked in. It was intimidating because I'm like, wow, 
terrestrial, you know. Yeah. Um, I've always been online. I've been comfortable online. You know, yeah. now you're taking me back now to live audience. To and, people. You know, yeah. so we, I went in and they looked at me. They're like, okay, no, you're good. And then they shoved me in a corner somewhere on a Sunday afternoon. That was before. That was like between 4 and 6 p.m. And I'm like, okay, so I'm that guy in the background after people are suffering from iris, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed after to kind of lift. You know what I mean? And you guys yeah. are. But have, before we get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, we talk about before it. Before we get into that, <laughs> I, I want yeah, to yeah. sort of understand where that love stemmed from. You spoke about hunger earlier. And yeah, I know yeah. for a lot of um, people, when they do whatever their passions are, it's mm. always fueled by that hunger that's, that hunger. you know, there in the middle of the, the stomach. The pit of the stomach, yeah. as, as it were. Yeah. I, I, I'll take you back to my childhood. I grew mm. up in a home where music was always a thing. My mom used to sing as a chorister yeah. or a part of the, part of the, 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 the group Imilonji Gantu which was one of the biggest choral groups in the country that was oh. back in the 90s you know and um, there was a lot of music going up about in the house and my dad comes from a family of church singers so there was oh. always humming and singing and that sort of thing you know yeah. but I, I, I picked up the love of music from moms she used to play the Arethas she Billie Holidays she yeah. you know there was Anita Baker ad nauseam yeah. which at the time I couldn't understand yeah like Msadiyo Manna you know but <laughs> That was a teaching, mm. you know, in hindsight. And that mm. was something that was being instilled in me. Music yeah. was being was being almost drilled in such a way that I couldn't run away from it even if I switched off. Yeah. I would always hum yeah. her songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that carried on and the realization that actually I like music came gradually when I started to listen to music and discover more music. Mm. Discovered hip hop, discovered a lot more R and B and we used to write the songs, you know, we used to write the rhymes and you, yeah. and I'm like, Mara, this thing, why is it always on my head? Why, yeah. is, why is it always following it's always me following around? Me, yeah. It's always following me around. Yeah. What's this thing, you know? And of course, eventually, I I, I succumbed to it and I used to live in Gomiro Lens and mm. I used to live with my mom, Goti Proof, and then they moved away. So yeah. at Gomiro Lens was my grandparents' place. Mm. More music. My grandfather was a jazz purist. So anything on the radio was rubbish, according to him. Yeah. And, and because all he wanted to hear all he wanted jazz. was jazz. Yeah. You know? And he bought vinyls. So we used to go to Kohino in, in Market Street at yeah. the time. And we used to buy vinyls every Saturday. Oh, wow. So we'd get there. We'd, it, it, I can still remember the smell. Yeah. It was very distinct. Very old, dusty, yes. old book, warehousey type of smell. Very yeah. musty. But... It was a lot of music in the air. So we'd sit there for hours and he'd buy food and we'd sit down and he'd just go through aisle after vinyl after vinyl after vinyl. And eventually, couple four, we'd get, we'd get into the bus and we'd go home, come here, and we'd sit and he'd play it. He'd like, yeah. And he'd play it and he'd play it right in through the night. And Sunday came around and the seven colors were served and he'd get a drink oh. and, you know, and the vinyls would carry on. Looking back, that was the institution of music yeah. being put on That is exactly bestowed. what it was. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. You know, um, when we were kids, we don't realize yeah. how all of that will mean so much mm. what, much later mm. in our lives. It makes a lot of sense And that's exactly now, yeah. where we are. Right <laughs> now, we're like, huh. for me, I'm exactly like that because yeah. I grew up in a, in a house where my mother and my aunt her sister mm. would wake up and all they did was just play vinyls and clean the house there and sing go. along there you know oh, but wow. it's not about me it's about <laughs> you so <laughs> yeah so that's how yeah, yeah so and then um you are a qualified broadcaster yes yes so um when i realized that actually this thing 
is a thing in my life. Mm. I, I decided, you know what, let me kind of make it official, mm. you know, and I approached an institution. They're like, yeah, 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 you've been doing it for so long? No, yeah. well, let's just give you a qualification. Of course, I studied through it and I did the assignments and everything. <laughs> they, didn't just, yeah. they didn't just give it to me like, you know, they give yeah. other people. But uh, afterwards, I was like, okay, no, which means I can market myself as a, you know, now, mm. you know. But um, Now you're officially at broadcast. Yeah, the rawness yeah. of it all was what yeah. I craved. That's what I was chasing around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. and then um, let's then move into Coffee FM, where yeah. you now have a Sunday slot. Yes, Jazz. Yes. I know that your Sundays are taken anytime oh, that I want to. I know, right? I feel so bad. Or invite you to an event. You're like, ah, oh, Sundays. Sorry, Ish. Sundays Ish. aren't it? They're not happening. My Sundays are taken. Look, um, Sundays for me. Okay, so going back to the story of me being at a little corner somewhere yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday <laughs> between four and six yeah. during the itis hours, I um, I it did well. You did well because I think moving into those shoes was coming back off uh, uh, um, almost like music tends to be forgotten sometimes and it kind of gets overtaken by other genres when it comes to Sunday because Sundays predominantly belong to soul and R&B. A bit of jazz there and a bit of this and a bit of that. And at the time, the station wasn't really focusing on soul and R&B. And coming from a hip-hop jazz background, I had no idea what I was doing. I won't lie. Mm. And the programs managed at the time and was like, you know what, it's either you're going to sink or swim, but we want you for this. However, I was really in that mindset that I'm going to look at um, um, world music and we're going to talk about how it kind of fuses into what Kofifi then as a location or a suburb was the melting yeah. pot of various cultures you know yeah. that was my take and, that story. you know and mm. that narrative there we yeah. go and he was like no 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 we're going to do soul and R&B properly now you know mm. and I'm like Maranagetangjo I don't listen to this music. And I was forced mm. to start, you know, listening to the music. I was forced to get back. I was almost like preparing for a role, like an actor would prepare for a role, yeah. you know. And one day, I was even looking for a name for the show. It's like, no, just rebrand, do it all over, do, do it all over again and start afresh, you know. Yeah. Okay, great, we started. And I didn't know what to call the show. I don't know what was going on in the music. And it was at home when I used to, when I played this, uh, I need to bake, uh, Best of Anita Baker. Mm. And there's that one song uh, that came on and uh, it was uh, only for a while. And I remember, oh, my mom used to love this song. Yeah. And there, there was a show. The melodies started coming. All of a sudden, Teddy Pendergrass, Marvin Gaye. Oh, wow. James Ingram, Barry White. And everything just Oh, my God. Who are these people? Coming together. And then there was a show. Yeah. And there was a show. So um, we moved from the two hours on a Sunday. And, I, and when they gave me an option to say, listen, you can choose your slots. What do you want to do? Yeah. And I thought, who else is doing what I think I want to do? Mm. And... Yeah. You know, um, public broadcaster. Yeah. I was like, Linda, I want to be part of the players. Yeah. And then I got given the three to six slot. Oh, that wow. was great for a while. Mm. And I was still itching because I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted what to do. What you wanted to do. And when the jazz uh, show opened up, I was initially just supposed to just executive produce it and do it for a month or two and then get a presenter to come and do it. Yeah. I'm still getting the presenter. Wow. We're still trying to find them. Mm. Wow. Well, maybe not, but. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, we 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 did that thing, and I 
brought, brought some couple of talents over. There's a young person I really love working with young people. So the young person is 23. Yeah. He has a vast, you know, knowledge of jazz. And he's like, look, I'll, he used to produce it back in the day. You yeah. know? And he's like, I'll work with you, uh, provided that you, you help me become a broadcaster. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? Give and take. Let's do it. Yeah. He brings the music. He brings that. I bring this. I bring that. And then we wanted to incorporate an elderly figure into the show. Mm. So somebody who comes from the 60s from jazz that, who has you know, lived that era. The yeah. 60s jazz scene. Yeah. And there was one presenter at the station who was that, you know, and we kind of came together as a collaborative effort and uh, the K-Jazz show was born and that was a little under two years ago. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's why we have that today. Okay, we'll mm. get into that. But um, <laughs> in your journey, I imagine yeah. that it obviously has had its own challenges, its own mm. stumbling blocks. Like, mm. it wouldn't have been a smooth, I don't think, for any human being. Mm -mm. Um, anything would just be, you know, a smooth ride. Um, what, are the, what are some of those challenges that you've had to overcome, you know, um, in your journey as a broadcaster, as mm. a music, you know, a lover, and trying to do exactly what it is you feel like you have been called mm. to do? I feel like there's so many journeys that I've been on, you know, since I've decided, since I've became a broadcaster, there's been so yeah. many journeys. Yeah. I've been a blogger and that didn't work out because yeah. I didn't get the time to do it yeah. because of parenting and all that. Yeah. But in all honesty, as a broadcaster, there's been a lot of doors. Like you get a lot of doors closed, closed mm. in your face because a lot. Of, I think a lot of people are gatekeepers yeah. for, for a lot of uh, these uh, radio stations. And when you come in and you're like, yo, I want to do this and I want to do that. They're like, but what's so special about you? Mm. There's a hundred more people standing and waiting for you to, you know, waiting yeah. for the same opportunity. So we had a lot of that. And that for me, it kind of, kind of taught me something to say, yeah. okay, it's fine. You have that. And I really want to be at your table to eat with you. Yeah. But how about I build my own table? Yeah. You know, and that's something that I picked up from, you know, Tyler Perry. In, in the, and that, that kind of made me feel at peace to say, listen, I don't have to be at that so-and-so's table as yet. Yeah. You know, this is a path that I'm carving towards a different table. Mm. You know, so uh, the, those are the biggest challenges, of course. You know, and also um, your, your industry peers. You know, they look at you like, what are you trying to do? You know, yeah. what are you trying to be like? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like, what are you trying to be like? And Radio 101 teaches us that for you to become, your, to, to find your voice, you, we usually mold ourselves around certain voices. Yeah. So for me, I was Colin Khari, I was Brenna Sisani, I yeah. was DJ Fresh, I was Pop Mabena. You know, you find yeah. yourself in those people. Yeah. And then... How you do that is that you mold yourself around them. So the way they speak about the music, the way they present the music, the music you yeah. find how you could do it better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And within that space, that's mm. when you pull out and you have your voice. Yeah. And this is who you are and this is how you do it. Yeah. And people love you for that particular thing. Absolutely. You know, mm. so a lot of people were like, so Uzama Hoitan, you know, mm. why is he trying to be like, why is he, you know? And, yeah. and of course, personal challenges as well. Yeah, I struggled um, in 2016. I didn't struggle. I'm lying. But I, I was diagnosed, I think. Uh, it was an afternoon I came back from the hospital. I had this thing that was going on my neck. And, and I went to the hospital. There was a biopsy. And a week later, I came back. And they were like, brother, you've got cancer. You know? Wow. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. Um, so go home. We need you to speak to the family. Uh, we need you back here on Monday because we need to get rid of it. Whew. And this was on my thyroid. All right. So... 
Wow. Oh, wow. Slap bang in the middle of everything. And this is now after me saying, ah, life is not so bad. You yeah. Know? Uh, I've got a kid. I've got a house over Isn't my head. Isn't it crazy how you know, one kid is on the way? Like you know, that, yeah. it reminds you that, listen, yeah. you're human. Yeah. So I got my reminder. And that was in 2016, May 2016. Ooh. And um, yeah, and I, and I went on this journey now, this whole new journey. Yeah. Where radio kind of took a back seat. Yeah. And I was um, operated on the following week. And for the next two years, I was on treatment. It was radiation and chemo and all those things. Yeah. Of course, it was also part of the journey that I embraced because mm. if not me, then who? It, and it had to, I guess, you it know? had to happen. You know, As those kind of, of things yeah. remind yeah. you that yeah. this thing is happening because it has to happen to me. Absolutely. You I know? am the poster boy for somebody else who is going to go through mm. it and then they can always cross-reference to say, mm. how did you deal with it? Yeah. You know, how did you, how did you take the medication? Yeah. How did you, how did yeah. you? So basically they had to remove my entire thyroid because that was the, the issue. Oh, wow. It became cancerous. Of course, nobody knows how that happens. Yeah. It happens in some, all kinds of ways. But, you know, um, fast forward, did the whole treatment thing and, yeah. you know, and eventually three years later, the oncologist was like, yo, you're good. You know, mm. you're cancer free. Time, yeah. Were you were you scared that you wouldn't get to do what you really love, which is obviously radio and music. Yeah. And pursue it because yeah. here's yeah. this thing now that you have to deal with. Yeah. And yeah. how do you move forward? How do you from you know, it? Mm. I remember making phone calls to friends. I'm like, yo, Jamaka is Joe. You know, may his soul rest in peace. Manza, mm. you know. Um mm. I remember calling him and I said to him, Jamaka Barkinal cancer Joe. You know, that's not going to happen to you. You know, I I want you to be here for me for all my decisions and all my things and all my life and all that stuff. And he he kind of, you know, lifted that spirit of of resilience in me again. You know, and then I I looked around other people were like, okay, no. And then people started, you know, researching. So what kind of cancer is it? No, 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 that's curable. No, no, you know. So it kind of got... My because little circle. Now, yeah. My circle was starting to like mm. start to starting to investigate this thing now yes. that's just coming to the circle. Yeah. You know, um that built a lot of uh, confidence in the fact that I could fight. Yeah. And at the time yeah. my wife was pregnant with our second baby, you oh, know. Wow. And of course that I had to look for that too. Yeah. You know? And of course radio, the music, the yeah. what, the what. I had to, I had to I had to make sure that I'm I'm okay. You know, because to do there was it. so much yeah. love for Yeah, yo, okay. absolutely. And yes, the fear was there, Khoruz again. Actually, mm. had I not caught this on time, I wouldn't be here having mm. these conversations with these people and winning mm. these awards and being so ambitious with everything else that comes with yeah. you know being in the industry, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. But it, it it was it was it was an interesting one, you know. And um of course there were moments where I thought, you know what? guys this is pointless you know when you're so ill from the treatment and the chemo and mm. you're like yo guys mara, it takes away mara, from you know it, it yeah. eats you mentally yeah. your, your your emotional stability is questionable yeah. at the time because why you you know yeah. why you but of course with the, with the with the support system that i got and i'm forever grateful to everybody um with the support system that i got i i i managed to pull through and the very same year Funny enough, mm. how these things work. The very same year, I got a phone call from the Mail and Guardian saying that you're one of the top 200 young South Africans ah. at the time. Ah. I'm like, hey, what? you know, you know. I'm like, look at God, you know. Oh, and wow. and, and and that also pulled through. And one of the journalists at the time who did my story, yeah, she struggled with the same cancer. Wow. Coincidentally, so I had a support system and a living storybook. 
you know wow. so i was like so how did you deal with it she's like i did that and we had we met up so many times in rosebank she's like just to talk about just how how and she'd call me she's like what's yeah. happening today yeah she's like do you want to cry about it? i'm like no men don't cry she's like no 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 do you want to cry about it? i'm like yes oh yeah. my god you know yeah. but um yeah it kind of just it 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 gave me an interesting view into the human spirit mm. you know mm. um i i i'm forever grateful yeah to all those people and i'm also grateful to the people that walked away because the people that the people walked away you know um people were sure. like i can't deal with you you've got what yeah you know they already started to mourn me yeah because before you were even there you go. not knowing that you would actually yeah. outlive yeah. this thing there we go people oh, mourn wow. me they're like yo ish so manje ish ish and i've never heard from them since <laughs> <laughs> oh know, wow people mourn me while i was still that alive that is crazy that is so crazy yeah, but yeah, um yeah. you know <laughs> in our conversations um the one thing that i've always admired about you is yeah. um the vastness of your music library oh. and we're about it yeah. let's let's talk about that and and I imagine you're an avid music collector oh, because terrible. some mm. of the, the <laughs> some of the greatest joints yeah. that I play today wow I learned from wow. you like the Robert Glasper right you know right. like we we right. have moments we literally have moments where you like <sighs> and you're like have you heard this? you got to hear this you know so the vastness and you getting into collecting music yeah Yeah. Where does that stem from? And obviously I and and what I've I've noticed is that you're not just um stuck to one particular genre. genre. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. like you go Versatile. in. There are yeah. literally yeah. so many artists mm. that I'm like, who is this? And then I listen to them like, <laughs> oh dude, my God. Yeah. this Look. is dope. That's why I'm like, you have schooled me oh, wow. so much. Um it comes from it comes from the love of radio. Yeah. Um my my the, the 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 story that i never really tell which is and i think i short charged myself with the story but i used to listen to a lot of radio growing up i mean um growing up kolebongkhonu is always about information they mm. want to know they want to get you know especially growing up in a time where it was post apartheid oh, you know there was a there, there was a time where radio was the only thing that mattered yeah. because you'd get messages and then yeah. going back to the history of radio uh, um the first broadcast was from Swaziland in the country you know yeah. so that stems from that where people used to listen and consume and want to hear what is happening next yeah. so when the, the 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 new dawn of democracy started fading and the music started mm. to change and you know the 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 the, the soul and r&b and then the hip hop became a thing Yeah. So we used to listen to that a lot, you know, growing up Gomira Lens goes on one. And I I I started listening to top 20 on 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 a particular radio station and they play yeah. all the dopest hits. Yeah. And of course, being in primary school at the time, when you get to school on Monday, there's that song you really, you yeah. know, and we're yeah. like, yeah. It's just like and I wrote yeah. it, you know. It, yeah, so yeah. growing up, I I I I I was very very interested in that. Yeah. culture you know and and there was a particular shop and uh, now i think it's closed it was in hillbrow next to um the florence nightingale hospital at the time oh wow um there was a music shop That's just down the road it. look brother <laughs> you look you know and um we 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 used to go to that music shop and we it was a look and listen at the time and we used to, you know stand for hours and after school and school would come out at one one thirty, and i'd get home at seven 
what's our guy you know I was at the music because shop listening to music kid, yeah. you know and yeah. we'd save up money uh, to buy just, the music you just some nostalgia <laughs> in me but okay carry on, sorry. so whenever you'd get however pocket money you get you get you get you save it and you'd yeah. have this record that you want to buy and you started buying you started buying and you started buying and to date my biggest expense is music actually mm. my biggest my biggest sort of thing for me is oh, vinyls wow. and music so that's how I started collecting it. And for me, it was also quite important that you you keep it safe because I'd, I'd used to hang out with friends and they used to abuse their CDs. And, yeah. you know, I'd be like, Marawai, it's us all. And I'd get touched. Yeah. And I'd realize, yeah, actually, no man, no man, you yeah. and music are, are somewhere, you know, mm. like La Ratana Man, you know. So, and it kind of loved me back. And, yeah, and oh, I started, and I started. It loved me back. I you love know that. I mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So we started collecting and I collected and, and, and I, everything's a relic. I have overbought over 800 CDs to date and I have over 200 jazz vinyls. Wow. Okay, let's yeah. give people <laughs> something to listen to. Yeah. Your top 10. Um, oh, no. That's bad. No. In your, in, so, currently. <laughs> currently. Currently, there oh must my. be those, like, you, the top 10 that you are listening to constantly and consistently. Oh. Wow. Um, I know it's every, tough. I Just know, try, right? Try. Every day. Okay, I'll, I'll split five jazz five. Yeah. 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 So every day, every day, every day, every day, I I wake up to music. I think it it kind of when people meditate. I'm always I'm always, and I'm, and I'm always saying meditate, meditate. I'm usually meditating to music. Yeah. Uh, I listen to a lot of jazz, and not because of the show. It kind of became a habit because of the show. Yeah. Um. So first thing in the morning, I'd probably put on a a Intuzo Makatini. I'd probably put oh. on Esbusiso Mash Mashiloane Etandin Duli. Yeah. Palms, also the brand new one. It's yeah. Amazing. Oh, I need to get Spa um, on here. But yeah. And uh, Zasha Zakis, uh, my co-winner of uh, the Jazz Awards. Yeah. She's also amazing. She's got a project called Therapy. I love that. And that's from the jazz side of things. And I'm always quite nostalgic because of the type of show on a Sunday. Yeah. You know, people want to be reminded of an era. So I listen to a lot of D'Angelo. And I've recently well, just, I know I've recently just um, rediscovered Jose James. Oh! And, Jose. Right? Right? Listen, before you carry on, I have to yeah. put it out there. So yeah. the one year yeah. I'm working on the joy of jazz. Right. And so joy of jazz and this is like a new at the time I wasn't so into jazz as yeah. I am today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it must have been like two, three years ago when I worked on the joy of jazz. Yeah. So you know internationals come in and we've got a cocktail dinner, whatever. Jose James mm. is one of the artists that's performing. Yeah, I remember Do that. I not get to sit with this guy and he's like having an entire interview and I'm like, <laughs> he's gorgeous. His music is gorgeous. He's amazing. But he does okay. really, really great oh, renditions of a lot of great oh. music. Um, I also I also have a feature on the show which kind of you know um, and I think it was done before previously but essentially it makes us sit and listen to the life and times of an artist yeah, you know yeah. so for a whole hour we'll literally focus on that one artist, artist yeah. and we do that on the yeah. show people love that on I the show I love it I love that segment. so yeah. uh, last week we did uh, uh, um, last week we spent time with Anita Baker mm -hmm. and this week I've been listening to a lot of Will Downing oh, so he's also on listen the to you, you know? <laughs> come on so he's also on the playlist oh. and he's also on the show this week oh. you know, so that's that's where I am musically yeah. right now and of course uh, there's uh, 
this and that that you kind of have to listen to because you it's part of the show it's yeah. part of the repertoire it's part yeah. of why they people listen to the show yeah. you know um i'm a huge fan of of classic r&b mm. you know so uh, the other day we got into a conversation so who's got the best hits Mary J Blige versus Mariah Carey and of yeah. course MC takes it because of the versatility and how she's always been adult contemporary yeah. even before where's the 411 was dropped yeah. you know yeah. of course so we have those kind of conversations especially with yeah. the people that I listen to music with and that's what I'm listening to at the moment and of course mm. the brand new stuff is always amazing uh, uh her is a thing oh, for her. a lot of people I love her love her um uh, uh wow the list is endless guys mm. um but yeah that's me and music and that's the thing about it like i find that literally every day i discover like at least five new artists yeah there is yeah. way too much music to consume yeah and yeah. i try to consume but there's there's too much you can't you can consume never, everything you can never get through everything but yeah i find that in the time that we are in there's so much good music coming out mm. there we are is so fortunate People are bringing out in that soul R and B, you know, mm, that the Angelo vibe. Mm, people are coming out quite strongly today. Yeah. Um, Snow, I'll, I'll never, know, I never know how to pronounce her surname. <laughs> she dropped. Yeah. Um, ah, those feelings again, and I'm like, right. I love her. <laughs> love her. Love her. Love her. Wow. And then, okay, fine. So let's fast forward. Fast I've got forward. This beautiful thing in my hand. Fast forward to 2019. 2019. Um, <laughs> I wake up one day and this friend yeah. of mine is sending me this link to say, hey, please vote. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> vote I'll vote, but what am I voting for? And then I go and I realize that there's, um, yeah. there are awards that recognize jazz. Excellence in jazz, yes. Excellence in jazz. Yeah. And yeah. they're called the Mzansi Jazz Awards. Yeah. Um, and here we are voting, voting, but you know, you vote, but you never think, you know, it it's, might it's, just, it's, it's yeah. such a big thing and it might just happen, yeah. you know. So yeah. let's talk about these awards and um, what this means for you. You know, it's such a beautiful Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. Award. Um, the Jazz Awards is a concept by a gentleman named Dr. Mongesi Sima Kalima, mm -hmm. you know, and he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a very learned man, you know, very yeah. educated guy. And, He's old. Viv. Get Um so <laughs> he's uh his he conceptualized this three years ago. Mm. And uh he I think he's like everybody got tired of jazz always being on the back burner, you yeah. know. Um jazz is one of those 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 um genres that always gets the last crumbs of everything. Everything yeah. gets celebrated but jazz and, and I hate it. Mm, I'm sorry to interject, but mm, I hate it because I mm, feel like it is the mother of most genres. Yeah, it, yeah. It births, it has birthed so many other genres. There's a quote to that, oh, actually, man. which I'll share before we wrap up okay. by Salif Keita. Um, so he found it necessary that, actually, you know what? Going back to the thing of, let me build my own table. Instead yeah. of wanting to eat at their table, let me eat at my table. Yeah. So he built this platform and he said, listen, I'm going to do jazz mm. our way. And he recognizes all the artists, all the radio stations, yeah. all the jazz clubs, collocationing that oh, wow. people that get dressed up, Where they get dressed go, and, yes, hey. and and all those things. He recognizes those people and those, you know, those, 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 those uh, uh, followers and excuse me, collectors and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know? mm, excuse me. So 
he then um, called us one day. Uh, this was this year early because we attended last year just as guests, you know, as the media. Yeah. You know, and I said to him, next year I'm winning this thing, and he's wow. like, well, Rutlabona, because you know, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough thing, you know, yeah. because you've got your. I don't know if I can drop names, but please you, drop names. You've please got names. you've got your Kaya FM who yeah. are doing really yeah. amazing at jazz, especially yeah. with their Sunday They're offering. You've got Metro yeah. FM Notemba is pulling yeah. out all the stops. Yeah. You've got Alex FM who are your biggest contender as Gofifi FM. Yeah. You've got Palapala who are also coming through as you know up and coming shining radio yeah. stations under the public broadcaster umbrella who also doing jazz. Yeah. So if you're really going to take this, this is a challenge I pose to you. So of yeah. course I went home that day yeah. and I'm like Mara. <laughs> he doesn't know me so of course we started doing the thing you know mm. and we started aligning ourselves with the, the team because I think the industry is so vast yet it's yeah. very small Yeah, you know and you know the person the person kind of knows the next person and they're all relevant in hierarchy so to speak so I started meeting those people we started getting in touch and started getting the show out there you know with the type of guests that are coming in yeah. you know we do profiles on a lot of big jazz uh, uh, venues uh, like the Orbit which yeah. we will forever miss we're still mourning we're still mourning <laughs> that you know um, and uh, just Badela and so many things and of course the Joy of Jazz mm. the people from the Joy of Jazz we've got the people from the, from the Cape Town International Jazz Festival yeah me in there was just going to the events Mm. And introducing myself. Hi, mm. this is me. And of course, the artists that we feature on the show played yeah. a big role because, you know, Billy Munama and oh, man. Duduzo, Mahene, those are people that are pioneering jazz in their own mm. way. Keenan Ahrens mm. and Benjamin Jeffdine, mm. you know. So those are people that are young like me and we're interested in jazz. And yeah. I started to reach out to those people. Little did I know that actually, you reaching out, you one step ahead, ahead yeah. of all the other things. Yeah. So when we submitted, you know, yeah. to contend this year, yeah. he was like, okay, all right, good luck and start voting. And that's when we went on a robust, you know, uh, voting sort of campaign. And yeah, here we are today. And you here know, we are. Here we are today. Hey. Those names, those big radio stations. And I you read, were contending against? Kaya FM again, Metro FM. What? Pala Pala FM, Alex FM. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations. And I'm, for, I'm forever grateful to that competition because it kept me on my toes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> kept me on my toes, you know. Um, I, 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 I realized that now this means we're just as big of a deal, you know. You are. In, 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 in the radio industry yeah. and the jazz but more industry. so the yeah. jazz yeah, yeah, yeah. industry like you know, you know uh, um, it, it, it for me it's more pressure you know because mm. now everybody you gotta work harder everybody's this, now looking at you like okay so you didn't listen, get you didn't get that for free ne? work harder let's see what this is gonna do for yeah. you you know yeah. so um, that's that's where I am mentally oh, but wow. I'm forever grateful because I think for a station in its geographical location of the then so fire time yeah it would be a shame if we didn't represent yeah. jazz the way that For what that it is. place yeah. represented jazz yeah. back in the day. I mean, it gave birth to the likes of Bumama Miriam Makewa, Huma Segela, Abdullah Ibrahim. I mean, and even our president, current president, he was from Westbury, Cyril Ramaphosa. He went to school. He grew up that. in Westbury. Listen so what on earth are we doing not celebrating yeah. the history yeah. of the area, the way it's meant to be celebrated? I mean, for me, even um, I watched... Um, I watched a play, mm. um, House of Something. Mm. Um, I can't, I can't remember. Um, beg your pardon. So, but it was literally representing that era of yeah. jazz yeah. and this, this um, guy, 
something timber. Mm, he was mm. the editor of Drum okay, yeah. at the time. Yes. And you can see how big even the jazz clubs at mm, the time in Gofifi was. Mm, you know, the story was mm. really around Gofifi in the apartheid era, but how people would come into this club and all they listened to was jazz and they just vibed to look, it, which is like man, so flipping amazing. And it's for me, it makes me happy to know that there are people like you, yeah. there are people like Gofifi FM who yeah. are pushing that Absolutely. narrative who yeah. are pushing it further so that you know generations after us we're etching in know our minds this, yeah yeah this is what the stands that history for. continue you know yeah. history has to continue that history, history continues because i think forgetting it we means like you know how, how we always say in the black culture you must know where you come from yeah and i think it's it's a universal saying not necessarily in the black culture people need to know where they come from to understand why they're here and what's their purpose moving forward? Mm. And what do we hand over to our children if we have no idea what we're doing now? Exactly. You know, so that's the whole narrative, you know, mm. behind behind us doing what we do at Kofifi, especially through the jazz show. Yeah. And and a bit of history though, when it comes to um <laughs> Johannesburg as a scene. You know, Johannesburg yeah. is one city that was it's a city that was never built on water. Mm. So it was always built on gold. Yeah. So in, in what we call Maboneng now, yeah. hence Maboneng is such a thing. Yeah. Uh we used to have Amayads. So people that used to work in the city, uh, black people that used to work in the city that live in Kofifi, they used to then work in the city. And then on Fridays like this, yeah. they used to go into these places called Toron Fandin when, when it was called then. Yeah. There used to be yards. Yards, uh, they used to be places where people got knackered, of course, but yeah. jazz was played in the city. In the city, yeah. There we go. So of course, yeah. people that were living in Kofifi at the yeah. time, being at Sophia Town, brought that sound that sound to the to city. The city. You know? Mm. So that's how it started mm. to manifest as jazz. It started wow. to grow on the people in the city as jazz. And I love it. and and that's the bit of history on it. Johannesburg, you know? Yeah. And and the jazz scene in Johannesburg. Of yeah. Course. yeah. <laughs> so the other day I was scrolling on my Instagram. Uh oh. And then your your profile pops up or right. your post rather. Right. That's right. Um and there's a an email from Heavy Hancock. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's going on here? Oh, yeah. Hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that. What is, so, what is that about? So, an email from Herbie Hancock, uh, Umkulu, as they call him. Um, yeah. Every year at the end of April, mm-hmm. uh, there's a festival, a global festival called the International Jazz Day Festival that happens. And essentially, International Jazz Day is throughout week. Okay. This is a festival where jazz education takes the center stage. Uh, whether it's workshops, whether it's events, whether yeah. it's people that are jazz clubs that are coming together, whether it's activism around jazz, whether yeah. it's sharing information about you know uh, different jazz scenes all over the world, and this is a culmination of events that lead up to one bigger event. Mm. Over 130 countries take part in this particular week, oh, wow. and um, the last day, which is a Sunday or maybe a Monday, depending on whether where the 30th of April sort of sits. Yeah. That's the last day of the event. Yeah. And throughout the world, countries are having parties about jazz. So last year, in fact, I'm lying, this year, um, I, I, I decided that, you know what, Mark, are you going to throw your own jazz event? Oh. You know? And of course, Thanks I... Thanks for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was it was, it was... it was... It was... It was... It was one of those... Let's see. Let's okay. try it out. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, of course, I rallied the management of the station. I'm like, yo, guys, so now this thing called International Jazz Day. And this is what happens. And it's an initiative by UNESCO. And it's founded by Herbie Hancock. Mm. And essentially, it is a lead up to the one day. Mm, you know? Mm, mm. And how do we want to do it? Well, 
I think let's have a on air live concert. Yeah. So of course Cameron Ward came around. I could oh, read Cameron. Cameron. Um, yeah. Um, Papa Hughes. <laughs> Papa's um, Hughes uh, guitarist. Guitarist. Oh, he came man. on. He said, "I'll do it," and then uh, the team from I Complete said, "I'll do it." You know, I Complete is under MSS Makotobong Sound Studios. Yeah. You know, and they're like, "We love it. Let's do it." So I rallied all the people in Coffee and I said, "Listen, oh. we put an ad out. We're like, yo, this is gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's like so. Essentially, we the, the the jazz show happens from eleven until one. So on this day, it happened from eleven until three. Oh, wow. So there was the normal show, including a live two-hour live set. So we had live audience in the studio. We mm. recorded it, and was it was a thing. Yeah. So for you to be able to do that, you then need to shake Mkulu's hand, Herbie Hancock. Yeah. So you'd obviously, obviously apply to the foundation. Yeah. And you'll tell them, "This is my event. This is what this is, what, this is why what I'm doing it. Yeah. This is what it's about. This is how it's going to happen. This is the date." And mm. then they they help you with a bit of publicity on their website. Okay. And uh, you see to finish with the rest. So post that event, then um, many many moons later. You know, last week yeah. he then sends me the email to say, "Listen, um, we loved what you did. Thank you so much for submitting, including oh. the footage. And can we then start talking about next year? You know, oh. Next year, in 2020, and oh. um, they're having the mother of all events in Cape Town in 2020. Ooh. So, the likes of Winton Marsalis and so on and so forth coming yeah. in now for the Joy of Jazz. They might just be coming back again for Cape Town leg of the of of the International Jazz Day for." The, the, the African continent so that's is basically what happened and I'm yeah. like him cool did you just email me you know yeah. and 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 I, I, I shared it with the people at the station They're like yeah no so definitely next year more pressure yeah so I'm, I'm still you know uh, this was the, the email came you know whilst we're trying to decide what are we doing next year what is yeah. it gonna mean next yeah. year and are we doing yeah. jazz education because we did jazz celebration this year yeah are we doing jazz education which means next year it's mm-hmm. workshops we're getting master classes we're doing you know so the concepts You're are going all are, the way out yeah the yeah. concepts are, 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 are um, look man you know mm. exciting stuff but yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> See why I say you're important for the culture. Yeah. Because thank you. We thank need you. we need those things, you know, thank and you. we need people that are rallying and pushing yeah. them. Yeah. Um yeah. for other people to actually realize that you can do this. And it's, this it's not hard. This is know. a thing that exists, it's you know. Passion driven. So yeah. passion driven. Yeah. Passion for me yeah. is like yeah. one of the biggest things. It will push you to Absolutely. Places you'd never thought Absolutely. you'd ever go. Um yeah. So from here, wait. Hey, um, more jazz definitely. Um, yeah. the pressure's on now for next year because I think I really want to keep this again next year. Mm. But uh, the award that is. But um, I think more, more, more conversations about about jazz and of course, um, there's something that really itches me, especially when I turn on the radio these days. Nobody mm. does real radio anymore. Mm. Um, it's a thing. It's a very. It's a thing. There's a lot of yeah, and there's a lot of cat fights yeah. now on the radio about yeah. nothing. You know, yeah. can we get back to real broadcasting? Can we get back to the essence of the craft? And I think um, with 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 uh, with that, I, I, I mean, let's 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 do radio for its intended purpose. Mm. Look, I'm not even trying to point a finger because yeah. I think I'd be I'd, I'd be I'd be I'd be just no, for sure. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. But I think let's go back to what really what radio really means. Mm. And unfortunately, that would then go back to the point of radio. You know, the very first broadcast in this country was in 1918, if I'm not getting it correct. And that was coming from the City Hall in Johannesburg. Mm. You know, a bit of Radio 101. Yeah. But um, why did we do it? What was the point? Mm. It wasn't about who's trending. It wasn't about... uh, uh, um, 
how many people you can bring as listeners. Mm. It wasn't about that. It was mm. it was about the authenticity of what it is. Yeah. 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 Let's go back to that. Because mm. I think that's where I still live. Mm. You know, I'm 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 not about the the the, the glitz mm. of it more than what it actually should mean to people. You know, especially the role it has played in people's lives. I mean, it's oh, still yeah. one of the most mediums that has survived the era of TV. Yeah. It's survived the era of internet. Yeah. It survived the era of iTunes, YouTube. It, and it's still relevant. Yeah. Why are we not showing it respect? Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's that's for me, you know. And of course, uh, a, a bigger platform. Yeah. Mm. Universe. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. A bigger yes platform. And 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 more work, I think, in 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 the in the in the broadcasting industry yeah. would, would would be great as well. Because I think um, I was fortunate enough to find my calling. Some people call it a calling. Yeah, uh, that's what I call it. You know, <laughs> I was fortunate to find that thing. Yeah, you know, when I was very young, I remember back in the day, I used to record myself. My mom used to have uh, this tape recorder yeah. and and i'd listen to you know like so dj fresh and then he was doing the easy drive and he was just this big personality and i'm like yeah. i want to be like him yeah. man you know <laughs> so of course i i self-trained you know yeah. at the time so i'd record myself and i'd listen and, and i'd do links and i'd listen i'm yeah. like okay you did that wrong okay, yeah. say, it, say it better say it better you know so i i i i think more education around broadcasting is also mm. quite necessary mm. so that we can get back to the fundamentals mm. you know let's 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 do radio for its intended purpose. Yeah. Let's go back to that. You know. Oh, yeah. Love it. Thank you so much for making time oh, for man. this. It's a pleasure. Thank um, you for inviting me. What an awesome conversation. Mm. I really enjoyed, you know, <laughs> having you here. Yeah. Um sipping on so some much. coffee. Yes. Um yes, really great coffee. Yeah, man. I wish you I wish you nothing but all the best. Um Thank you so much. on your radio journey. On I know like we are. We will walk hand to hand. Look, Always, spirit you know? child, man. Yeah. spirit child. We've been doing it. We, <laughs> we, and 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 here's to more listening sessions. I think you know. Um, there's one thing we used to do when we were still at Rhythm 100 Radio is that we had a lot of listening sessions. So we had a yeah. live show in the morning, and then after the show, we wouldn't go home. Yeah, we'd go downstairs, uh, as it were, and we'd sit and we listen to music and we'd play each other songs. Yeah, and we'd introduce ourselves each to other new to songs. Music. You know? Yeah. So more of that. I think we need to have a, a uh. thing. This is an event Let, that we should curate. Okay, let's, let's do, do it. Let's, let's do, do that, it. You know, because I I really think in being introduced. I want to say this: being introduced to new music mm. is a love language that only we could we can understand. Only the heart oh, can understand. Love you know, it. like I was saying earlier on, Salif Keita did say uh, when it comes to the jazz conversations that yeah. um, jazz is the roots to music, and every other genre is the branches that stem from those. Roots. Oh, and that's it. Ah. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Masi Val. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. And thank you for continuing to listen to Coffee Conversations. Oh, with love, it, love, um, love it. I really, I, I really urge you to please continue to listen and share the links with yes. your friends, your oh. brothers, your sisters, husbands, wives, whatever it is. Please share, subscribe and continue to listen. Um, I, we do have more artists um, lined up for the show. Um, and I really think that I really hope that I'm bringing you your favorites. You know, um, you can follow Mako actually just to track 
his, you know, his journey <laughs> and what he's up to um, at Mwako SA. On... It's official Mwako now. Oh, yes, yes, we're official now. now we're at official, official Mwako <laughs> on both Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram. Oh, okay. And it's Mwako on Kofifi on Facebook. I had to go back to Facebook because I think that's also an untapped resource. Yeah. You know, for, for getting is, the word out there. Somebody who's a friend to both of us was like, Mara, you guys don't realize that Facebook is actually a website, a personal website. Yeah. Mm. And you do whatever you like, then people follow that. Yeah. So stop being new age. Like, I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> well, I'm you not, know. but okay. Stop being new age, Viv. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and that's it from myself, Vivian, um, on Coffee Conversations. Until next time, thank you for listening. Oh, I'm not that way.